Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes, sometimes today. today. Hi, how are you? I'm 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 doing all right. Uh, it's no longer 40 degrees inside and outside. Yeah, it's, we get a reprieve today. It's nice. And hence, we are physically able to record the podcast. Yes. Obviously, did not have an episode last week because of the holiday. Yes. And we were drinking, so we didn't feel like recording a podcast. Sorry. It's fine. We did watch um, the movies that came out. Yes, we last did. Last week, though, we watched uh, Fear Street. The first part, mm-hmm. uh, not definitely okay. So I don't like. I'm not head over heels in love with it like a mm-hmm. lot of people seem to be. Uh, I did really still enjoy it overall, but I wasn't like whoa. Yeah, for an entertaining like this was above like Happy Death Day. Oh to wait, me, wait, in wait, terms wait, wait. of like how I don't f- even really care for Happy Death exactly, Day. Exactly, but like in terms of my affinity towards it, uh-huh. uh, it, I don't know. It seemed very algorithmically it constructed me stream fan fiction mm-hmm, on a mm-hmm, platter mm-hmm. which isn't really a bad thing um i don't know it's sort of this thing where i think we were both too uh young and too old at the same time yes, yes. because fear street is definitely in that area of where it was like before we were born well, I was too much of a wuss to even read them when I was a kid. Well, they're they're like pre goosebumps, right? So it's like oh, I didn't know that. That's uh, interesting. It's interesting. And then we're I felt like we were a little too old for some of the like stuff that happens in the movie, like the the teen romance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that bad. Something I liked like it wasn't about bad. It. I didn't dislike it. Something I liked about it, we listened to the Teen Creeps podcast, which discusses YA horror pulp books and stuff and uh they always complain about how the characters make stupid decisions or like it was just a prank when the prank was like horrific like pretending to murder someone or like destroying a washroom and they kept that in this i like that it was hilarious that whole washroom that was destroyed they're like it's just a harmless prank (laughs) and definitely looking forward to the next ones uh yeah i enjoyed it i'm Mm -hmm. sure i'll enjoy them it's just like a asterisk not for me thing and that's fine yeah. And then we watched Till Death. Yes. With Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. 
I really enjoyed it. I Definitely, it was it's good. a thriller, not yeah. a horror. I would say, but I, I really enjoyed that one, mm-hmm. especially for like I think like it's an hour and a half tops movie. And it moved at a pretty brisk clip, which is yeah, nice. It was good. And then we watched Werewolves Within, which was definitely my least favorite of the three. Yeah. Again, it was fine. Just certainly not for me. I feel like I fell asleep during it. Uh, you might have. That that does check out. That seems like something you would do. Mm-hmm. Have you read any books or listened to any books? No. We're, I'm basically out of books at the library that I haven't listened oh. to before that I want to listen to. There's Didn't a whole I bunch see of, like, like, uh, like, retweet something where a bunch of those, like, pulpy horror teen books oh, got yeah, released or something? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of long out of production pulp teen horror that uh, a vanity press is going to bring back with their like original covers, like stuff that's really hard to find. So nice. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Not that I read a lot of them, but. No, but now you yeah. can. Yeah. And I always love the, the original covers. Oh, those mm-hmm. covers are amazing. It's like the Grady Hendrix. Yeah, like my exactly. best friend's exercise mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else media-wise that we consumed over the past week other than we started and are about to hit season two of a True Blood rewatch? Boy, howdy. What a Uh, zany show. I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Honestly, I watched it when it first started and Mm -hmm. then I stopped in like season five. Mm -hmm. Um, so I never did see the end, but apparently if Reddit is to be believed, I probably will stop before the end anyway uh since it's apparently very bad cool the last season but yeah no i've been enjoying it again this time through be curious to see what this reboot if it ever yes. happens is going to be like yeah. since this was only i think it ended in 2014 that is so. so wild i guess that is almost 10 years ago yeah let's just keep rebooting everything that's it's because they own the property they don't have to pay for another thing mm, that makes it sense. comes quote with a built-in fan base mm. It's got proven success, so like it's like a no risk sort of thing, and that it's makes sense. bullshit, and I hate it, and it's annoying because certainly HBO must not have any sort of shortage of original screenplays oh, and writers trying to get in there. Definitely not. And they just keep doing the same like five people over and like again. Ryan Murphy is not HBO, but if anyone in the world does not need another Holy television show, fuck. it's fucking Ryan Murphy. Now, there's another huge not for me. I don't think I've enjoyed a single thing except for maybe a couple episodes of Popular that Ryan Murphy has ever produced. I, the thing that upsets me most about his work is that it's inconsistent. It's annoying. It goes a million different directions. Well, that's it. And there's so many different ideas packed into it that aren't expanded upon and then are wasted because exactly. he's already used them. It's just garbage. And it feels like no one tells him no to anything, which, as we know, can sometimes create problems and was maybe an issue with the movie that we're talking about mm-hmm. today. Uh, but, I mean, he's a billionaire, so yeah. what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to sit here behind my microphone on this podcast yeah. that no one listens shit to. Shit talk is highly successful creative All works. over this fellow queer man. F you, Ryan. You know what? Fuck, Pride Month is over. Now oh, I can be is. as mean as I want now to Ryan Murphy. <laughs> it's Rage Month. I love it. Self-hating. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. Let's go off on all of yeah. all of the ones we hate. Um, Perez Hilton. You're crossing you off, baby. Yeah. Uh, You're nasty. Uh, who's that, that uh, thirst trap 
Republican anti-gay guy that just shocker, shocker. I have no idea. Something but like that. He can go straight, Check? straight to hell. Something like that. Straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So should we dive into this movie? Yes. That the we watched today. The Brain Sucker from 1988. Um, written and directed by Herb Robbins, who also stars as uh, Kratopsky. He oh. plays the carnival manager in the Funhouse. And then other than him, it stars Marjorie Morris as Joanne, Jonathan Middleman as Max, Dave Stevens as Inspector Peugeot, Gay Nathan as Mama, Dan Bush as Cuts, and Ralph Farrar as Klotz. Wow. Um, so this is going to be an interesting movie to talk about because... Um, when did you realize what this was i would say about like 20 minutes into it where i was like it's not changing yeah um i okay um <laughs> it's gonna be very challenging for this... us to accurately convey i can't t- tell if this was awful or the best movie ever made the general tone of it was just so frenetic but not frenetic just like it seemed like there was a lot of frenetic energy it was like a schizophrenia simulator to me, it was like we're getting to see the product of that. You know what I mean? Where the thing itself isn't necessary. There's a co- There's an, a start and an end that can be followed. Yes. Certainly. But and I'm not necessarily confused about... What that, happened? If no, you wrote I, it down on paper, happened. I would be like, okay, this and then this and then this. And I was like, okay, I guess I can see that. But the actual, you see it. And it you is, live it? It was like, I'm not the same person now that I was before watching the movie. I almost feel like this is one of those, yeah, yeah, like like in 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 Lovecraft yeah. when you read a book and uh, it, you can't unlearn what you've learned, and then and now that's going to change the way that you interact. With like we've talked about some pretty crazy movies. Mm-hmm. Most notably, I, we talked about sort of what we can could maybe compare this to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the closest we could maybe get is like uh, a horror house on Highway Five. Yes. Or that uh, Canadian zombie exploitation one. I don't even remember that one. Uh, that one was called. I can't remember what it's called either. But we just did it as like a short, and it was fairly recent. In terms uh, of like visual, would it remind me of eaters. visually? It reminded me of Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Yeah, it did. Did serve me some Jesus Christ Vampire other Hunter. Other than other than those slight visual similarities, which I think had a lot to do with the time period and yeah. the stuff that they were able to shoot on and all that stuff nothing like but so much of it also had to have been like intentional and like in there there were some like really good like commentary on things that were going on some like good really funny lines funny choices and it was just like very it was like a it. it was like a a trauma movie on acid it was was this art there are parts of it that were so I could not suspend my disbelief that they were bad because of incompetence. Yeah. The part with the propeller hitting the guy in the head. That oh was my so God. Slow, and yeah. I was like, they had to have done it slow on purpose. Right. Oh, there's no exactly. way they didn't. I don't and know. There's just so much you can pour over this. Oh, exactly. And we're going to, so you can watch it for free. It's someone, some angel who we have watched stuff um, from yes. their channel before. God bless Burial you. ground five uploaded it to their youtube channel um one really great thing i love about some of these obscure movies that get posted mm-hmm, on youtube mm-hmm. is sometimes the people in them 
will comment oh, below, um, intrigued. which was the case for Psycho Cop, I yes, think. Yes, yes, it was. And uh, in this one, uh, Marjorie Morris, who plays Janine, is... The female lead, basically. She commented under there a year ago. Mm -hmm. She said she played Janine. My teeth were so bad. Can't believe I could run like that. As you can tell, budget-wise, it was an impoverished production, but oh my God, seeing it now, she says 22 votes, 32 years later, so oh oh, enjoying the talents of everyone involved. They were so industrious behind the camera yeah. and hilariously zany and improvisational in front of Herbie and David and Jonathan and Gay and Tim. Wow, such pros. We all hung in there. Yes, a bit chopped up and don't know any backstories concerning why that is. <laughs> Could be nasty budget issues again. Editing is expensive, I'm sure. Well, thanks, The Burial Ground 5, for finding this and deciding to post. I've been curious forever, but satiated now and young again. Oh. It, and her <laughs> YouTube channel. You showed me I cried. She's got videos of their, uh, of like a love letter that was sent to her mm -hmm. in 1983 by her then boyfriend, later husband, Herb Robbins, mm -hmm. the writer-director of the movie. And then she's got these series of photos she drew for him that made me cry. Yeah, after he... And then it's just some of the most pure, sweet content that the internet has to offer. Untainted and by these, meme culture. It's these things that make the anything. internet good. It's like a little glimpse into this other person's life. It's so but sweet. Also, There's like old family photos of yeah, his. Being her... Like, well, I have these old photos of Herbie's family, if any of you guys would like. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like looking at different like statuettes uh, in her house and yes. talking about them. And like, I think it's especially great because we have this movie as the conduit to it. Yeah. Be nice Please to don't her. don't be an asshole. This is, she's a gem. And she, is, yeah. she seems like a, a, a sweet and kind person. <laughs> and I would like to keep it that I way. I agree, mm -hmm. 100%. So... Okay, <laughs> getting back into this. I don't know how to start. Right off the bat, they punch you in the brain with the title card. It's yes. this like black and white still frame of our titular brain sucker mm -hmm. uh, and a really kooky song. Yeah. Uh, it's up for a very long time. Uh, and the song is like brain, brain sucker. sucker. And then there's like sucking noises. <laughs> brain sucker. Uh, anyways, they were off to war for so long. I thought this movie was in black and white because of the title. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I guess I don't know why because obviously the title was in red. Yeah. What was I thinking? I must not. And all of the little like clips in this montage they show when like you first meet Max at Woolworths. Very strange. Getting arrested Loved after it. touching a model plane. Like a little balsa yeah. plane. He's all dirty and they just like drag him right out mm -hmm. onto the street. He's getting hit by various onlookers and while it happens. We're heckling He's him. wearing this like hobo clown outfit where he's got like a, a brown weird, hat on and it's one of those tunic. hats it's one of those hats that's like uh punched out of felt where it's all one piece like yeah a pe weird peasant hat yeah very yeah. strange uh, gets like, taken a, what, like a scamp or one there's something on, on uh, a term for a that tramp? a tramp maybe yeah I know, weird. And then we cut to the court. Yeah, he's dragged straight into court where there's an extremely questionable wig on the head of a quote-unquote Rasta, Rasta guy who's, uh, who's talking about getting probation for passing gas in public. Because he ate the food of Babylon. Oh. And that's... I had to... Okay. Sometimes with these movies, I will watch the scenes without dialogue at an extended pace. This okay. movie I had to watch at speed yeah. just to keep track of 
of what was oh, being said. Yeah, no, I totally what, get what that. What the fuck was going on? And even then, I had to rewatch. It was a an lot experience. Of it. Yes, it was like um, restoring an old painting. Yeah, you have to go over it multiple times. Some some gunk comes off of it, and eventually, <laughs> you get to see what's underneath. And then it's Max up, mm-hmm. and we get the performance of the century from the judge, who yes. is just like so mad about Max. He, you He's again. I've been seeing you here for 24 uh, years since you, you were, were four. This time is weak, huh? Max, I'm tired of looking at your face. For 24 years, since you were four years old, I've seen you in Cornwall. And now you're a goddamn! Since you were four, and he's just screaming at him, he's chugging Jose Cuervo from the bottle. And then the mad German scientist Guy, shows up. Yeah. He's got like a exploding eye prosthesis it's or something. Very, it's like, like a fried egg or Yeah, it looks like a fried egg, um, a paper mache yeah. fried egg on a glass. Some sort of hump growth. A giant hump. On. He's wearing a suit of uh, some kind. He eats a fly. Who's your tailor? He has a giant fake scar on his like a uh-huh. a a, a, a what would you call that? Like a train track scar on it. And he face. gets he gets the judge mm-hmm. to give Max to him mm-hmm. as a guinea pig for human experiments. For behavior modification. to Max drinking some sort of Knock poison. Him. Immediately causes him to fall asleep yeah. or whatever. And then the doctor drags him away. In a in a carpet, wrapped uh, in a carpet. Yeah, at some point he does find a carpet. Yes. It's like a chill it's like children's TV show levels of like bumbling. What is that one where it's like the witch it's it's not it's like ho- it's like Holly Hobby, but not Holly Hobby. I have no idea. I've looked it up. I'm talking about HR Puff and Stuff, which again was before our time. Yes. But, but that witch I'm is hard aware to forget. Of the witch. <laughs> hard to forget. Uh, but yeah, it's like that. It's like a child's TV show or like a weird British sketch television or, or something. Or uh, a fake TV show in an episode of Black Mirror that's harkening back to like some fic- fictitious fake TV show that was on in the 70s. So he finally gets to his location, mm-hmm. which is Cuts and Clots Medical oh. Experiments. Sorry, that's our speaker yeah. shutting off. And uh, the other one is literally a puppet. Like there's a puppet there? I'm not that really sure. In? No, the other guy, there. that's Cuts and Clots, right? One is Cuts and one's Clots? Yeah. So I wasn't sure if he was a puppet, but it was like basically the exact same guy, but yeah. with a blue eye instead of a different eye. Then a big fake blue then eye. Then there's this like insane scene of them doing experiments on Max while talking about how nobody cares about him. Mm-hmm. 
screaming this, in German. There's like full German scientist drag going on. Uh, so I guess they do the experiment, and then Max is like a baby. In well, I guess it's I really think, weird. I do think we Usually should the weirdest thing we should we've ever mention watched. the set. Now this is shot set straight on like it's a episode of like Seinfeld or something. Uh huh. Uh, the it is sort of like uh, that Leprechaun movie where he takes that girl underground. Yeah. Oh my God. There was this other movie uh, from around the time, uh, like Donk. It was like a Frankenstein show. But it's got like oh, yeah. it's got like underground stone undulating walls, but mm-hmm. still in a perfect like square room shape. Uh, yeah. uh, and then. The medical equipment is like just a bunch of like wires and shit that mm-hmm. go into a colander that's over his face. Like kitchen shit. Uh, there's a lever made of cardboard. <laughs> a lot like of cardboard l- stuff. Literal cardboard, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like a bunch of running around him. He's he's seizing on the table. So then Max is baby man baby. in a little little cowboy outfit mm-hmm. uh not physically a baby but me- mentally he's I in a, like he's a getting ch- like a child's like uh uh pen yeah. like a baby pen and he is getting fed by the evil doctor uh, soup and with... then he starts like flinging the food everywhere and spitting in his face well here's the thing he's being fed with a giant wooden like, spoon yeah. wooden spoon that you would use to serve salad and then uh, Max starts yelling at mm-hmm. him, and it's like, deep voice. And then the doctor talks about he can chase rainbows mm-hmm. and butterflies. Oh, yeah, because this is the thing. The, the brain experiment that was being done on him was to enhance the good parts of his brain. So he'd be the happiest and most positive person ever. <laughs> but then Cuts or Clots, or whatever the guy's name is, comes in and switches it on the cardboard lever from good, good to, to evil. evil. Uh oh. Really, the worst. Yeah. yeah. You can't. And also, is it really safe to give someone maximum good <laughs> and then give them maximum evil? Um, I don't know. Does it just cancel out? He he also gives him this fancy suit mm-hmm. that will look good on him. Hundreds uh, of dollars. Uh, it's got brass buttons. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my little boy. Oh, no, that's not nice. No, that's not nice. No, that's the way you start at the good, healthy morning. That's not nice. You're a good boy, yeah. Remember, you're a good boy, yeah. You are a good boy. Yeah, it's nice that you ate your peas and bang, yeah. And, and it's not so bad that you spit a little bit on daddy's face, yeah, because you are such a good boy. I understand this, but... But look here. Why are you throwing it on the walls? Get up! You look like an old wino! No, no, look here. Look here. Uh, look, you can chase butterflies. Yeah, and, and, and you can see rainbows. Yeah, like, you can see rainbows like no one has ever seen them before. Oh, yeah. Just like I've chased rainbows all my life. Yeah, but, but now my life is drawing to its conclusion and, and you can chase them for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he also gives him, I think, $86 in ones. No, no, $386. Sorry, $386 That are in crumpled. Each one is crumpled up into, like, a little ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I loved about this. So uh, Max th- spits the soup in his face. Yeah. For the rest of him talking to Max, he doesn't even attempt to wipe the soup off. No, why would it you? is a thick brown pea soup. 
Mm-hmm. And then he dumps Max dumps the whole bowl of soup on his head. The the bowl of soup never comes off for the rest of the fucking movie. <laughs> he has soup all over him. Yeah. Hilarious choice. I loved it. <laughs> Do this in more movies. It was inexplicable and hilarious. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah. days later, weeks later, he still has the soup on his face. <laughs> Undetermined amount mm-hmm. of time. Uh, so then Max leaves and he yes. like takes a uh, bunch of stuff. He like says goodbye to everything and grabs a couple of pieces of equipment that he needs for this brain sucker. Yeah, so presumably uh, parts of the thing that changed his Yeah, it's brain. like a, a penis pump and To me, it looked else. like uh, one of those uh, manual... Um, it'll have it, it's got like one of those cheese grater things on the inside that go around and around gotcha. and you use it to shred vegetables or something and then connected to that one of the spikes that you use to mount a dog I'm relatively positive that it is a penis pump oh that's cool okay. cool i think that's like part of it awesome yeah so uh then like the guy with the eye from earlier mm-hmm. comes in and then there's a monster or something okay, yeah because he wasn't alluded drags to drags him away yeah, he's like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Just let me push you into like this monster's clutches, and the monster's like eats him. And he's like, not the hump, not my hump. Yeah, not well, my Max good is pecking up. You can hear him be like, oh, not the good leg, not the hump. It's wild and slapstick. And then there's a zoom in on this frothing beaker, and they kept in the audio where you can hear, "Get out of my shot." <laughs> Did you listen to it with headphones? In? No. Oh, I did, and I didn't hear that. That's oh. really funny. Yeah, no. It's, That's it's hilarious. Definitely there. Get out of my shot. No! That happens somewhere else in there where, like, the German guy is screaming, and someone says, keep going. I think that's when he gets, like, the soup on him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, so Max embarks out into the into the world. Into the world. Um, past a giant cross. We get flashbacks of what happened five minutes ago. Yeah. Just in they case love we forgot. Doing that in this movie. Just love showing us little flashes. Because what if we forgot? Of things that are going to happen mm-hmm. in another 10 seconds or things that just happened 10 seconds Literally ago. Literally just happened. Um, and yeah, he goes to a scream about the medical profession operating yeah. on brains Rawr. and how he wants to conquer everything and how he hates them so much everyone and he hates their brains and what will he do how will he it. get revenge he knows what he needs to do he needs to suck their brains which you brought brain sucking equipment out of the thing with you i gotta so presumably you already the guy. he certainly delivers his lines with conviction oh yes and intensity i guess everybody in this movie seems like they're all in and i appreciate that they're like, it's yeah. a very magical realism feeling to it, where it's yes. just sort of like, of course this is happening. Mm-hmm. How could it happen any other way? So, the medical profession is operating on our brain, huh? My brain is strong. I don't buy yours. My brain is stronger than it has ever been before. And now I want to conquer all these little fools. I'll panic them like a nuclear holocaust. I won't let you destroy me. I will be good. I will see beauty, not ugliness. I'll do such horrible things to them that I'll panic them and I'll run like little rats. And then I can just step in and take over. Let me think, let me think. What could I do? What could I do to make these little fools panic? God, I hate them so much, I hate their brains. Their brains. 
That's it. I know what I'm gonna do! Then two motorcyclists show up yeah. who know Max from previously. Because they've been beating on him for the past 24 yeah, years. They've been meeting him there since he was 10. Mm-hmm. So they lead him away, and then he kills them off camera Very quickly. Somehow. Very quickly, yeah. and we're just, like, there's, like, a five seconds where we see shots of their body. And the first time, I was busy writing notes, and I didn't notice that he killed them. So it's like, well, how did he get to his mom's house? All yeah, he goes <laughs> to the home where his mom lives, which mm-hmm. is an art retreat. Okay. Or compound, we learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tries to, like, trick her. Mom. And she's dressed insanely. She's got, like, a helmet on. A hard hat covered in stickers. Uh, she's painting a guy who's essentially dressed as the quail from Doug. Yep. Um, she gives all of this exposition about how she used to be in vaudeville, which timeline-wise does not make sense. Uh, and how after yeah. seeing Max be born... Uh, his father accused her of cheating with the light, light bulb re- repairman from the theater. <laughs> and uh, then he ran away and she threatens to blow Max's brains out. And then she sends him away. It's really wild. Yeah. Cause she's kicked him out when he was four. She's quite the character. Uh, can you imagine uh, LinkedIn in the 1920s? What was your job? I changed the light bulbs at light the Vaudeville theater. I now, did it every day. No, they burned out every thirty seconds. Nowadays, you would you would still have that on your LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but it would be something like light efficiency coordinator, uh, lumen, uh, lumen management officer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. I love it. Lumen maintenance officer, LMO, LFO. I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. He mom kicks him out, and then where does he go from here? He's just walking down the street. Yeah, and then he gets stopped by some banker, Banker Cromwell, who never comes back. Offers him loans, mortgages, investments, and my brother's got a used Rolls Royce dealership. If you seem like a fine, upstanding man, and I haven't seen sure. you before, so I'll offer all of you these things. And then he goes to the Continental mm-hmm. Inn, which is the fanciest goddamn place around. He doesn't have to live in a junkyard okay, anymore. But here's the thing, because that is part of the commentary, too, mm-hmm. like the influx of money to this area, destroying everything. And that's why, like, there's no way they were like, yeah, this we're going to try and pass this off as some ritzy hotel. It was the worst. It's like literally like a holiday inn. <laughs> it was so gross. When they go into the room eventually, yeah. and I was like... They're like, whoa. I mean, I guess you could still smoke in hotel rooms then. Yeah. I so mean, it's it interesting. Um, he does some monologuing about brain sucking. Mm-hmm. I guess he's got like the two personalities, the good and the evil, because he's constantly like talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets the presidential suite and his oh. list of demands is very good and funny i loved it oh the hotel clerk how could we forget to mention yes him? how could we yes. forget yes the gay caricature yes. and yes. also i think he's the dj later probably yeah i mean all he does is says yes i want a suite with a view at least four beds mm-hmm. lots of fireplaces mm-hmm. lots of closets and I'm not going to wait longer than 30 seconds for anything I order from room service. And I need room to land my helicopter. Yes, yes, and yes. The, then the bellhop comes over and immediately offers him a woman. Yeah. I, I can also get think you it's a woman. Halloween because there's a ghost decorations and pumpkins. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. And then he runs into this other woman there, Imelda Rockwell, mm-hmm. social climber. Uh, she throws a handkerchief on it. The ground, on the ground he picks it up. Pickup. 
And she's known as the party lady in this town. And she also writes the gossip, gossip column. column. And she must admit that most of the gossip is from my party. <laughs> she thinks she's seen him before. Movies? TV? Who knows? A, a darling young He's specimen. He's so familiar You should come so to my handsome. party. We've got all the richest folks. Mm -hmm. This uh, is how it goes. When you're wearing a fancy suit with brass buttons and a turtleneck, people give you money. People will give you a business card for the bank and they will invite you to their fancy party. Exactly. It's all about appearances, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. and, and nothing of like value. And when they go up into the room, you get like a full like MTV Cribs sort of shot where Whoa. it like opens up. Look at this huge closet. <laughs> and there's a preacher screaming from the parking lot with his mother? Up to, just up in it's general, the weirdest to the whole thing. hotel. This is the strangest movie. My mother and I here are going to be pastoring among you right in the hotel, hoping that you're going to be generous, that you're going to reach into those deep pockets to support us in our crusade at the Tucson School of Bibliology. Brother, sister, the Lord does save, doesn't he? Are you in need, brother? Yes. Oh, yes, I am. I'm in terrible pain. See, I have nothing but money. I have no soul. You think you can help me? A rich man can no more pass through the eye of a needle than the camel, brother. Soul saving's over for today, brother. But we could sure meet with you tomorrow. Well, come to my suite tomorrow. God, I can't believe this, mother. <laughs> and we'll discuss the Lord together. My name is Dr. Max. And I'm the hotel psychiatrist. Hotel psychiatrist? Where did I get that? Brother, sister, the Lord does save, doesn't he? See, I've got all this money, but no soul. Says Max. And then he lies and says he's the hotel psychiatrist, and they should come up to the suite tomorrow. And the sign he makes for his door. Handmade that looks that like a looks child's. Hotel psychiatrist? Yeah, funny. Um... So the woman from the lobby earlier, mm -hmm. who's a prostitute that mm -hmm. the bellhop offers him, yes, um, has her daughter run up to oh, her. Okay, her daughter is in like full uh, Shirley Temple tees. Like, she has a bow that's larger than her head. Yeah, on that's so floppy. Like she rolled around in like a doll clothing. So or something. I don't know. This it's, whole movie, we're not conveying accurately the way that this movie is edited as well. Really heightens the the mystery. Yeah, it's like a fever dream. Yes, it definitely feels like a dream because so much stuff happens that's nonsensical but tangentially relatable. I want to drink a daiquiri like you. I want to talk to men like you. But I want to take strange men home like you. It's insane like straight insanity <laughs> they're not strange men i've introduced them to you daddy one daddy, daddy two, two daddy, daddy three. three only three and max is watching the whole you time you have to increase your client base from three mommy mommy please don't go in get out of here and go play someplace but there's nobody to play with and i want to talk to men like you do look you are not gonna screw up another night for me now get drink a hot chocolate or eat Oreo cookies or play with your baseball cards, but leave me alone. But I want to take me strange men home like you do. Strange men? I've introduced you to every man I've ever brought home. Daddy one, daddy two, daddy three. Now get out of here. 
party scene, right? Of him dancing with a woman. Oh boy. Yeah. And then the gay guy is also there, and Max smashes an orange into his face, which really gets him going. Because he's like, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Remember yes. me. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the woman and Max are flirting, mm-hmm. and she gets really stoked that he's in the presidential suite. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, don't you want to go hang out? Just you, me, and Ronnie? Who's Ronnie? Ronald Reagan, the president. He's in a presidential suite. So they go up, and he gets his penis pump thing out, and no screaming, very little effort. He gets her brain out, which, uh, quote-unquote brain, it's like a A, Laffy Taffy. It looks to me like a chicken (laughs) breast that has been... Put put into Photoshop, (laughs) jerky, chicken jerky, stretched out, and then taken out of Photoshop. Uh, He so the way that he sucks them out of their brains, he puts the the device of the drill in the back of their head, and then sucks with his mouth Mm -hmm. to suck the brain out. Yep. Cut to uh, the preacher's mother Mm -hmm. at his door. uh, Some of the most bananas acting ever. Mm -hmm. Oh, good morning, Doctor. Praise the Lord. Praise the what? The Lord, of course, dear boy. Oh, yes, the Lord, of course. Of course. (laughs) Oh, Doctor, you're like my very own son, who died in the Vietnam War after having been blown to bits in a Chinese restaurant by a booby-trapped fortune cookie. We played hide-and-seek all the time, too. Because she sounded like she was a robot? Yeah. Um, uh, no shade. Everyone gives the, gives her all. You, she's not, like, not that phoning it, was it bad. in. It was that it was um, bizarre. Yeah. And also, didn't we meet her son in the parking lot yesterday? Yeah, the preacher. Maybe she hmm. had another son. But the preacher also wasn't there. That's it true. just her. That's true. I don't know. So he kills her, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also kills... The preacher's... Oh, no, he does kill the preacher because he kills him in the elevator. Oh, yeah, and we get to see this bizarre, hell-looking 80s elevator that looked like an basically an office that was an yeah. elevator <laughs> an mounted to the, the inside the of this this hotel. Very strange. God. Like, it had it had full tube lighting in it. Then we meet Inspector... What's his name? Peugeot? Peugeot, yes. Uh, who's Napoleon. It's Napoleon. Well, I thought it was a, I thought it was a parody of Inspector Clouseau. Probably, but he's wearing like full Napoleonic, of like course. shoulder, like embroidered, yes. drapey things. Um, Not explained. So he calls Kropotsky, uh, mm-hmm. uh, who's the detective from Chicago and uh, our director, and he sings about Chicago the whole yeah. time. Well, before the phone even rings, he's like, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Uh, he has a Chicago pennant, uh, maps of Chicago, mm-hmm. things that say Chicago in his office. And may I just say, it is patently obvious that they are just sitting in the same office oh, yeah. yelling at each other. That's you probably can... why he sings about being in Chicago. It's hilarious. Chicago, Chicago, that one in town, a total in town, ex-wife lives in Chicago, I love Chicago, 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 that wonderful town. Uh, what's happening in Chicago? Who are you? Hello, Chicago. And like, uh, so he agrees to come if he can get met at the airport mm-hmm. by a mariachi band and girls, and they're all also singing this Chicago song. Yeah, like Frank Chicago, Sinatra, you know. 
Um, and then there's a group of women dressed as fairies waiting to get into no, 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 no. the psychiatrist's office. They're the space sets. Ah, sorry, space sets. Yes. And uh, uh, Melda is also mm-hmm. there. And also we meet Joanne for the yes. first time. And uh, so Joanne is annoyed by all of these women dressed as the space sets. Yes. Um, and she yells at them to sit and stay. She's in this movie and she's got these women following her and she wants to see him. And she gives all of her exposition. Over, she, she gives does it, it twice, doesn't she? Does she does a great job. Who's first? Why, that's Mr. Suck. Mr. Suck! Mr. Suck! Remember me? I'm Imelda Rockwell. I am deeply in need of some therapy. Could I make a reservation for your couch? Oh, my God. Give a cheer for our to do other than than mine but if, if you had these girls on your back like, like i have on my back and then i had a really good relationship with a guy a beautiful guy and he got like a starring part in this movie and is all of a sudden he became like a star you know Tommy true heart or something and i can't relate to him anymore we have no intimate life anymore and i just need something i need you to help me could you please help me please see me first and, and i'm i'm ready for a breakdown um, this movie makes me feel like I'm going insane. Yes, I wonder why. Uh, I guess he falls in love with her because they'll be in Nirvana someday. The space sets keep turning and be like, look at our butts. And there's like a <laughs> montage of him monologuing mm-hmm. and Joanne and Max at all of these various locations. Hell there's yeah. like them sitting with a big uh, parrot. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I found her. Finally, I found you. They decide to go Do you get want to go to frozen Fro-Yo? yogurt, and <laughs> yeah, she's stuck because she hasn't had a good frozen yogurt since she left Los I Angeles. I love Froyo. And uh, then she's. They're like talking about like this. Maybe the sun will wash over us, and yeah. we'll be children again, and it'll be uh, infinite. We'll kiss for infinity. And then she says three times, there'll be Milky Ways and, and Snickers. Snickers. It's the same shot, just used three different times. Milky Way and Snickers. Milky, Milky Way and Snickers. Snickers. Milky, Milky Way and Snickers. Maybe someday the sun will come out and wash over all of us, and we'll be children again. There'll be a big, beautiful, glistening mountain in the sky. A kitty land in the sky. Yeah, with a rainbow. Double rainbows. And uh, a Milky Way and Snickers. And, and Whirl Whip with, with frozen yogurt. And uh, a Milky Way and Snickers. And no little toy airplanes that cost dollars. And uh, a Milky Way and Snickers. And we'll both kiss infinity. And we'll both kiss infinity. And he talks about how like money is destroying everything in this small town. Yep. Then the two of them kiss, mm-hmm. and we go back to the to the doctor yeah. from the beginning. They're interrogating Doctor Soup Face, who still has the, the soup, soup on, on his face. face. Oh, I love it. Uh, uh, they're they're like, oh no, it's, we're looking for a guy in a mustache. Because every bad guy, guy has, has a mustache. mustache. 
All right. Uh, uh. Okay. Uh, and that night, Max brings Joanne mm-hmm. to Imelda's party. Mm-hmm. I, Imelda has to be an Imelda Marcos reference because I can't fathom what else it would be. And like Rockwell, like ramen It must be, yeah. Very strange. And one guy recognizes him from the food stamp line. Yeah. And he's like, no, my name is Sucks. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk. My His na- fake name is Sucks. Mr. Sucks. Mr. Sucks. Max Sucks. Yep. And uh, this party's wild. Mm-hmm. There's a flamenco dancer, da, 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 women da. in furs. Yep. Everyone's they, dancing. They do like these extended glamour shots of Imelda smoking. I guess to just uh, be like, look at then this. They, they get in the hot tub and he kills her, of course. Um, well, I mean, you're getting like floating, I think, but, wig. but they didn't get into the hot tub. They had a dippy poo. Dippy poo. A dippy poo. And uh, she gets found by the dancer when the dancer walks in and is like, Mrs. Rockwell, are you, you having, having sex, sex again? again? And it's just her wig with the brain yeah. chicken laying on top of it floating. Excellent. Uh, so what do you do after this? Well, Max and Joanne go to the drive-in. Of course. He's changed clothes several times. Yeah, uh, She's still wearing the exact same thing. Of course. Suddenly, the nearby cars start yelling, what's he doing to her in there? What's he He's doing? He's not doing anything in there to Is her. Is he doing what's something? What's he doing in and there And they're yelling to, to each other like yeah. they're all watching it. And he's like, I've never taken a girl to a drive-in before. Do um, you think that any of this is real? Like, is it all just hallucinations on yeah. his part? It could be. I think it would make sense if it was. Yeah. But, um, I, it, who knows? The cops investigate Imelda's murder scene, and there's, like, a bit about how the French guy says, Ale. There's air there. Ale, not ale. What air? Air matter? What air? Air matter. So then... <laughs> it's, but this is all circumstantial. Yeah. There's a brain on a wig. We don't know if it's the killer for certain. And then Max, at the drive-in, mm-hmm. sees some woman crying outside of a bathroom door about how terrible and rotten her boyfriend Ralph's is. Ralph's always trying to do things to me, really bad but things. But mom taught me to do good things. It's uh, a really weird scene. She's doing talking like this stupid yeah. baby voice. She's like, she tells him she's a virgin, and young boys don't understand women. So then he sends her into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then he goes in after her, and it's very funny, because when he goes in, you can see one that it is light outside and two that this is a fully different building because instead of coming from outside he's coming from inside Inside. and also he he was like just go inside wash your face she's in a stall not washing her face yeah Uh, but i mean obviously she can do whatever the fuck she wants who am i to say but uh when he surprises her in the stall she's like I, I can't even describe her face. It's like the the parody. What's that gif of that guy opening the door and he's like shocked and like Ooh. like a shocked Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's another one where someone in the comments is like, "Oh, that's my friend Brandy." <laughs> Hats off to you, Brandy. Yeah, and she's credited as Brandy. That's it. No cool. last name. I love it. <laughs> Mon- mononymous. Yeah. What is that called? Mono. Mon- does, whatever doesn't matter. Uh, My brain no oh, work. Um, oh, like Cher she and Madonna are mononomial. Mononomial. Yeah, sure. Okay. There, I think there's a another there's a better it, there's a better name. I mean, it's not like I have my phone or anything. Oh fuck the internet. So uh, we head back to the hotel where the police. Everyone's dead. Oh my god! All eight people here. Yeah. They're lying on top of each other, sort of with, and they all have the a white towel over their forehead. Oh, and there's a there's a military guy now. 
as yeah. well. He's got a little red scarf on. I forgot like about he's that. He's a director. Very weird. Um, all right. And uh, then so, oh, then we meet the radio DJ mm-hmm. in lipstick and eyeliner, basically orgasming into the microphone while giving the terrible news that there's a brain sucker on the loose in our town. Apparently, everyone knows what a brain sucker is. If you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Very strange scene. And don't we only see his like lips in this in this one? Or does uh, it pan it, out? It does pan out, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Max takes Joanne to mm-hmm. see his mom. Yes. Who we at this point we learn that he lives in an art compound. Um, yes. And it's her birthday, and she's singing, "Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! Tonight I have the guts to kill myself. Happy birthday to me!" He's over here. Go away! You're a bad dream! But mom, I brought you a present! Come on, let me in. You want me to throw up in your face? Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Tonight I have the guts to kill myself. Happy birthday to me. Mood. Yeah. Love it. She doesn't want to let him in, and she threatens to throw up in his face, just like he did to the other guy. (laughs) So he leaves his gift to her, and it's a Mm -hmm. bag of what she says is brains, but I don't think that they've ever seen a brain. Anyone who made this movie? So Again, um, chicken cutlets. mm -hmm. Abused chicken cutlets. The radio DJ comes back. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the desk clerk in a wig. Hard to tell. He also has a sex doll that he calls his co-host Lydia. Lorraine. Lorraine. Excuse Lorraine. me. So I guess this mob has formed as well because yes. then we're at this baseball diamond and the police are telling the, the crew that they'll get him himself. Uh, they'll get him to give himself up and they don't need to dole out justice. But then Kropotsky decides mm-hmm. to deputize them all like Henry Fonda in that movie. Yes, and they're all like, he's got a mustache. Ah. He's got a mustache because he's evil. Yeah, and and his mom comes the second that she realizes that her her baby son, who she kicked out at four years old, is the brain sucker. Mm. Uh, she's suddenly mom of the year. Oh, my baby is the brain sucker. I've oh, got to exactly. go to him. I've yeah. got to help him. <laughs> wow, uh, amazing. Yeah. There's that there's that other scene with the DJ where he's like playing with the blow up dolls. Mm-hmm. And talking, and he's like saying, "Oh, we're we're asking the brain sucker to come here." And here's why, like, this is like one of the lines that's just so good. Yes, because mm-hmm. he's like, uh, "We ask him to give himself up to this radio station tonight. I won't harm you. I will probably resent you a little bit, but I won't harm you." <laughs> just bizarre. It's, I love it. It's, it's insane. It's so. Wild. It's so wild. I don't know, but I, I... And it is at this time that I, brave Scoop Rank and wonderful Lorraine, ask him to give himself up to this radio station. Tonight. You heard me out there, sucker. I won't harm you. I will probably resent you a little, but I will not harm you. I will hear you out if you give yourself up to me, Scoop Rank and Lorraine, no harm will come to you. And this is not just a cheap publicity trick on my part because I'm stuck in this crummy little cheap-ass town. It's for reals. Honestly, cannot think of another movie that we have watched that has been like this. Nothing. We have nothing else exists like this. It's bizarre. Nothing else exists like this. It's bizarre in this in 
it surpasses Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter for being bizarre. Well, yeah, because that's intentional. That's referential. And everything is sort of like organically growing out of the situations and context. Yeah, this is just... Stuff is flying in. And it's like drive-by content. This is like impressionist <laughs> art. I love it. It's like... <laughs> it's surrealist. It's like Jackson it, Pollock made a movie. But it, using the same like splittering... It reminds me of... If someone tried to make a, a movie in the style of David Lynch without understanding, mm-hmm. it reminded me so much of, it, but not in terms of the quality or the, the content or the messaging of it. It's like a Tim and Eric sketch. The structure of it was like it was trying to be a David Lynch film, but didn't understand it. Yeah. Lynch. I'm not saying I do. I'm saying they definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the same. Exactly. I don't know. So, like, like you're saying, like, mm-hmm. Mama is with the militia. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I, yeah, it couldn't possibly be my, and whatever. So mm-hmm. the guy, the little scarf, is like, it couldn't possibly be your son. It's We've aliens. been expecting this alien for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> so they continue on with their like chanting, brain sucker, brain mm-hmm. sucker, and then she runs into Max, mm-hmm. and he offers to play with her again, and she's stoked, and then he brings her over to this. Is it the like playground? a playground? Yeah. It's like a it's a pull-up bar. And gets playground. her up on this chair, we'll gets her to win high to some kids nearby, and then he hangs her, but she doesn't die because then she comes back later. She does come back later? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, I didn't pick up on that. I was like, wow, she really let herself be hung. Yeah, and then there's this that scene of the cops like investigating randos yes. in hats with beards where they're just like covering them in uh fingerprint dust yeah they're fingerprint dusting their their, their legs and their hats and this guy is not saying anything they're just like you're the brain sucker aren't you you're the brain sucker and he's like no and no then, i won't take off my hat then max goes to joanne's mm-hmm. and she apologizes because she's going out with tommy who who was she, he the guy from earlier who she, she can't dating? see him anymore we i love you but please forgive me yeah what and he's like we love each other. Remember the picnic with the butterflies and the clouds and the music only we could hear? I'm sorry. I'm going out with Tommy. But then Tommy ends up trying to be too fresh and she runs away. Like, she literally just runs. Very strange. Uh, meanwhile, the radio is playing this, like, really weird bleep bloop music. Well, it's Sam Seaman in the Towering Inferno. Or in Towering Intestine? Something. At, at the Lower Intestine. The Lower Intestine. Sam Seaman in the, the Lower, lower intestine. intestine. Excuse me, Sam. And Lower Intestine. Yeah. And, and then Max comes and gets his brain. Sucks yes. him out. He loves it. And then we see Joanne acting for mm-hmm. the first time with the space sets. They said this was a movie. This is in a theater. There he is. The terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Max is sleeping mm-hmm. there for some reason. But here's another reason why maybe this is all in his head. Because his mom was like a vaudeville performer. Um, but I don't know. All this, all this noise wakes him up while yes. he's sleeping. And then Joanne comes and assures him that nothing happened with Tommy and she loves him. Please forgive me. But also the cops show up and there's brains in the hot dog rotisserie. Yeah, and, and the one cop have is like... Have you had one of those hot dogs? No. I imagine they're amazing, but I never have either. No. But uh, yeah, like on one of those rotisserie carousels, and the one cop is like, "I know he's here. I can smell him," <laughs> I, because yeah. of the brains in the hot dog rotisserie. And, and then Max and Joanne run away, chased by the mm-hmm. police. There's the VO of when she met him earlier at the hotel yeah, for some reason. Like the chase is over, like overdubbed with a bunch of old lines. 
Yeah. And eventually they finally get to the airport. Oh, the chase is very funny too because yeah. the, uh, the cars are not moving. It's just people shaking them. Definitely. Yeah. And it's obvious. Uh, and they somehow end up at the airport. Of course. The cops investigate. But we, they, we have to find him. They don't so let's, find anything. Well, so they start fingerprinting the airplanes to yeah. see if they can find him. Uh, and he's just walking around with his like little microscope, mm-hmm. uh, Inspector Peugeot. And the mom does come back. You're right. It's in my yeah, notes. Yeah, because then the mama shows up having somehow survived. Don't and she kill gets, my son. Yeah, she gets mad at the, the cop. He just likes airplanes, which I guess was established, but never returned to. Yeah, because then to the cop, she's like, No, don't. My son, don't hurt him. No, wait, wait. What I need is courage. I need a woman by my side. A woman that'll protect me, to comfort me. No, I need a- no, you can't. I can see, even though you don't have a mustache, you are a bad man! Sheila? Sheila! Is that you? That voice. Why do I recognize that voice? Sheila, it's me, Howard. Remember? We got married, Sheila. We had a baby together. Howard! Then you don't hate me for running off with the light bulb changer from the theater. Oh, no, sure. That was just a wild fling. Uh, so. And, and the child I have, you know, it was yours. It, our child. It couldn't have been the light bulb changer. He left town two weeks before it could have happened. We have a healthy boy. We do, Sheila. What is he? What, what, are they, what is he? Is he a doctor, a lawyer, an, in, an internist? Is he a gynecologist? I mean, something. Is he, is he a detective like me? What is he, Sheila? He's there! That's our son! Oh he's my Max's God. father. That's him. And now it's he's my all son. He's upset for having left his own kid, and then he gets hit by a propeller. I'll go to him, and because Max is like, fuck you In from inside. Fake slow motion. Inside the plane. Fake and yeah, slow fake motion. slow motion, the propeller slowly, clearly being moved by a human hand casually brushes against his hair. And he, like, falls down. Oh, no! Um, he didn't have glasses on when he gets hit, but he certainly does when he falls down. Of course he's gonna um, need him after that concussion. So Max and Joanne go off into the air yes. with Joanne flying, of course. Of course she can. She's from California. And then he starts hearing the bad voice. Mm-hmm. The girl you love. You look very stupid, like every other human being on this earth who doesn't fully understand or appreciate the power of the two parts of his brain. Good very rarely has anything to say. Like you, you let all the bad do all the talking. Like me, the so-called bad has always and always will be in charge. Look over there, the girl you think you love, how sweet. She's flying you to an endless love nowhere, you think. (laughs) You can't believe that there is no heaven, no nirvana. (laughs) Nirvana? No words, huh, Max? No words for you? (laughs) All right, Max. I'll give you two choices. You die or she does. Which is it? Don't try to stop me, Max. You can't. Because there is no such thing as soul. If there is, you won't let me kill her. Are you in for a surprise? <laughs> Wouldn't it be something to keep flying this plane until we flew into infinity? Now, Max, do it! Do it! She's like all the rest of the hypocrites. Remember? 
She did go out with Tommy. She really dug the idea of you being a movie star. Finish her off now. You must have learned something from my teachings. You must have. Or do I have to destroy her? I'd like to take you with me, Max. But you've got to show some kind of initiative. All right. You've made your choice. Make me sick. I've got to finally destroy all of you, Max. You've been asking for it all your life. There is no such thing as love. Don't you understand that? And now, Max, I want you to watch. And don't waste any more energy. Because you're going to die. No more little ice cream bars, toy airplanes, no more butterflies. No more! I must reach all aggressive mankind down below and finally conquer them all. I order you to let me conquer the world down below. Is that you, Max? We're free now. Look how blue the sky is. Looks like infinity out there, doesn't it? I wonder if there are birds flying out there as far as you can see. Wouldn't it be something to keep flying in this plane until we flew into infinity? And he gets his brain sucker thing out, mm -hmm. and it's either he dies or she dies. What are you going to do, man? So he starts to go to kill Joanne. And then he turns the drill on himself. How are you going to suck your own fucking brain out, dude? Well, he only sucks the evil part of his brain out. And then he throws it out of the plane. And like when he's throwing it out of the plane, that evil part is like, yeah, spread me all over it. Oh. See, I didn't get that. I thought he did kill Joanne. I, it's like a self-lobotomy, I believe. Cool. Yeah, he like sucks his own brain out. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't think he had it in him. And then he throws it out the side of the plane. The so now it's just going to be the brain. good, the giant good part that's left. Yeah, I, I guess. Cool. So a pro lobotomy movie. Um, and that's the end of that. Um, mm. Again, it's I just like, it's so hard to like unpack this, this uh, piece of art. You have to, I, even if you don't want to watch the whole goddamn thing, open it up on the YouTube and go halfway through or near three quarters. Of, I don't even know where it's, it's like, going to go. It's absurdist. It's uh, it goes all over the place. Like I am not magic realism, like you said. What was the point of it? Everyone in it is giving fucking four hundred percent. No one is exceptionally awful, I would say. But I it's think... like it's like giving four hundred percent at like one handed juggling of like a specific kind of fruit. Yeah, like our lead guy, he does a fine job, and yeah, like Joanne, I thought did like a really good job she's, for what she was working. She's probably with. the best one in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't I know have... how to talk about this. Yeah, it's hard to. It's been now, like, what, 12 hours since I watched this? And, like, I don't... Well, it hasn't been 12 hours, but... Uh, it has that quality of those AI-generated images that I've been yeah, obsessed with. Yeah, you said it's like a neural ne network who learned from Jesus Christ Vampire yeah, Hunter like it was raised wrote a on whole it movie. Because it doesn't... There's nothing... Like, what happens? Uh, the local uh, indigent person, yeah. a, a homeless person has his brain turned good and then evil and then leached on the community as a brain sucker and then he sucks out the evil part of his brain. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Because all the stuff that happens in between all the people that he kills, there's no like... They're just like, oh, here's a new character coming in. Yeah. Suck the brain out. 
done. He is obviously trying to make some sort of commentary about uh, wealth disparity. He's certainly killing all of the rich people in this town, it seems. Rich. Yeah. And, and Oh, sorry, I was doing air quotes there. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, not uh, all of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. The hotel? Like, there's, yeah, there's definitely some, like, commentary on the bourgeois, which I guess is why the French guy's probably in it. But I, I couldn't make heads or tails of this. At the end of the day, I think I really liked it. But also, I don't know that I can ever watch it again. Yeah, I don't know if I could ever watch it again either. But it was, it is, and it will, a, it's an experience. It's fascinating. It is. It is fascinating in the same way that, like, um, let's say you start a new job and you go into a back room one day and there's this crazy piece of machinery that's like held together by like tape and there's like pipe cleaners on it for some reason, as well as a TV that's like playing Jerry Springer show for no reason. Yeah. And you're like, what does this do? And your boss is like, oh, don't come back here again. This thing makes everything run. We don't know how it works. That's what it was. It was like this bizarre. That somehow came together. Yeah. But didn't? It, it didn't. Because it didn't really tell much of a story? I just don't know that this is a movie. <laughs> I don't know what it I mean, I guess, yeah. It was very, it's more of an art house thing. It, but, but, but. I don't know if it was an intentional that way, but it certainly comes across that way. Or it's almost like a parody of low budget movies. Uh, there definitely was. In a weird way. Self awareness in it. Certainly. But. I don't. I don't know. It's it's. This is an impossible movie to contextualize. It's baffling. Uh, it really, is something you should watch for yourself. It's uh, challenging. If you watch any movie of, that we've ever talked about, this is the one that I would recommend hands down that people watch. Yeah. Not as like if you like these kinds of movies. If you like horror that... movies, watch this movie. This is like you need to see this. If you like, like you need to experience this. It, but if you particularly like these movies that no one else has ever seen even amongst like the popular horror community, mm -hmm. you have to see this. Again, it's a burial ground 5 on YouTube. You can watch this. And thank you for your service, Mr. Burial Ground, Mr. 5. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that I have anything else to say. Oh, I guess the 6 degrees of Jamie Lee before I forget. How? Oh, well, that one's easy. So Herb Robbins, who is our writer-director and is uh -huh. Krakowski, uh, was in The Fun House with Cooper oh, Huckabee, who was in The General's Daughter with John Travolta, who was in Perfect with Jamie Lee Curtis. Perfect! Get into the feeling. Oh, is that what it is? No, 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 is no, no, Perfect no. the one where they're yeah, aerobicizing? Yeah, the, the aerobicizing one. Whoa! Look that up, too, if you haven't seen it on YouTube. Uh, Jamie Lee it's Curtis is the ultimate aerobics instructor, 80s aerobics instructor. Work out she, the groove? Is that what it's called? She looks fucking hot, man. And then John Travolta. And peak John Travolta. Looking. Swang in that dick. Looking, like, super <laughs> But not, get, like, not, how do I put this? That sounds terrible. He looks like one of those guys who you know is He looks gay. like Matt Bomer. Who you know is gay, but people don't think is gay. Matt Bomer. Yeah. He looks almost exactly mm -hmm. like Matt Bomer. Still not as cute as his cousin Court from Friday the 13th Part 6, but very few people are. Interesting. So, if you want to follow us on social media, you, you can do. follow us, definitely First Blood, on Instagram. 
Deaf First Blood on Twitter, though we don't really update it, though we might get back into doing that because we knows? have got new followers lately for some reason. Uh, thank you for doing that. I just, yes, surprised. And uh, so thank you so much for listening. And yeah. you can email us. Did we do that? Definitely firstblood at gmail.com. Please watch this movie. Please watch it. Uh, and if someone else who has the capability, please find this movie. Oh. Buy this movie and release this movie restored. in Blu-ray. I also wanted to say two things from the credits that I caught. Oh, okay. Uh, they have credited a brain wrangler. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, and they also uh, thank Jackalope Pottery in Albuquerque. Or sorry, Santa Fe. Now it has two locations, Albuquerque and Santa Fe. Okay. I went on their website. It's still in existence, obviously. Yeah. Beautiful New Mexican uh furniture and obviously pottery so that was probably the uh, art compound i think it was, was. Yeah. but if you are in santa fe or albuquerque and you're looking <laughs> for a giant decorative piece of pottery or a handmade piece of new mexican furniture yeah. this is the place for you indeed thank you thank you thank you for listening goodbye goodbye we love you bye okay dog bye hi dogs hi roof <laughs>